0: I send out a daily motivation text every single morning that is guaranteed to have you focused, sharp, and on point to start your day. And I promise you, you want to receive this message. All you have to do to join my text community is to text me at my number 305-384-6894. Once you join, we'll tell you all your options for how often you can get text by us and all of that. Just text me at the number 305-384-6894 to get that daily motivation. Any of you ever have a pushback on any point that I made, address my point. Tell me why the point's wrong. If you can't tell me why the point's wrong, your only recourse is to attack me as a person or to say something dumb like I'm unsubscribing for your list as if I give a fuck, then you are proving to me that you don't have a point. There's no substance behind it. exceptional. Work on your game. I like the approach. Work on your fucking game. Everybody has, relates to what Dre's saying in a different way. Work on your game. I like the way he thinks. way i can't say it enough work on your game are you tired of feeling like a human science experiment with that cabinet full of supplements of junk you're taking every day and don't even know what it is you can't even pronounce half the stuff you're putting in your body i know you know what i'm talking about so say hello to ag1 this is a supplement that i take besides protein and water the only other thing i take your one-stop shop for all things health and vitality It's like having a team of superheroes in a single bottle ready to rescue you from nutrient deficiencies and boost your overall well-being. That sounds good, right? Let me tell you what AG1 is. It's the ultimate multitasker, delivering a powerful blend of 75 vitamins, minerals, and other incredible ingredients all at once. It's like a nutrient-packed smoothie, but without the blender, without the mess, and without that questionable flavor combination that you had yesterday. With AG1, You'll get the nutrients you need without the taste bud turmoil. And any of you who's been taking a lot of stuff, you know what I'm talking about. But hold on. There's more. When you jump on the AG1 train today, you're going to get an epic offer. Here's the offer. Get a free one year supply of vitamin D. That's the sunshine vitamin that keeps your immune system and bones in top shape. And that's not all. You're going to enjoy five free AG1 travel packs with your first shipment, ensuring that you stay on top of your health game even while you're on the go. And all you got to do is take a scoop of this stuff or one travel pack, eight ounces of water and your shaker bottle, which AG1 will give to you. So this is the simplest, easiest way to get nutrients for your body every single day. You don't need a blender. You don't need ice. You don't have to try random combinations. None of that garbage. Say goodbye to all of that. So if a comprehensive solution is what you need from your supplement routine, then try AG1 and get a free one year supply of vitamin D and five free AG1 travel packs with your first order. Go to DrinkAG1.com slash work on your game. That's DrinkAG1.com slash work on your game. Check it out and join the AG1 party for a healthier, happier you. Your taste buds and your body Well, thank you. You are now tuned into the show where you learn the discipline to show up day after day to do the work, the confidence to put yourself out there, and authentically and the mental toughness to continue showing up, doing the work, putting yourself out there even when the success you've expected to achieve has yet to be achieved. And on top of all this, you get to use those personal initiative that is the go-getter energy that moves any one of us, including yourself, to go and make things happen instead of waiting for things to happen. And then we put all this together into a series of frameworks, approaches, insights, strategies, and techniques, all underneath the umbrella of one unifying philosophy that is called "Work on Your Game." My name is Dre Baldwin, also known as Dre All Day, and welcome to the show. And today's topic is why I say the things that I say talking about myself here today. So before we get into this, I remind everybody, I send a text message every day guaranteed to have you focus sharp and on point someone every week to do the same thing for your week. I call these a daily motivation and a Monday motivation. You want to get these messages respectively. You want to get these messages, all you got to do is text me. It's free to join my text community. My number is 305-384-6894. Once you text me, you'll be in my text community and we will tell you immediately what your options are for when you want to hear from us, how often, etc. Just text me at that number, which is down below in the description. Secondly, Work on Your Game University. That's the only place I do any coaching. You want to work with me directly, you like to have me as your coach. There's only one way to do it, and that is by going to workonyourgameuniversity.com. That link is down below in the description as well, as well as links to our sponsors and many other things, websites, book funnels, etc. So you want to get more from the Work on Your Game experience, just go down in the description. There are links to probably whatever you're looking for. There's probably a link for it down there in the description. That out the way. I've been doing this show for many years now. We started it officially in 2016. Almost three thousand episodes worth of material here on this show. According to my documentation, this is accurate. This will be episode number two thousand seven hundred and eighty. And I've been talking like this the kind of stuff that I talk about, and just my approach to the things that I talk about. It doesn't even matter what I'm talking about, but just my approach and my style. I've been talking like this since before this show came out. I was talking like that this for a decade before the Working Your Game class existed. And I always knew, going back to my high school years, maybe even middle school, that I had a different perspective in the way that I looked at life and also the way that I was able to communicate my point of view, which naturally led to me getting into the content creation space once the content creation space actually existed, because I was out before there was a space that had such a name and then led to books, coaching, speaking, you know, this show, YouTube, et cetera, et cetera. Today, I'm going to give you a few reasons why I do the things that I do. And why I approach these topics from the angles from which I approach them, which again, doesn't matter the specific topic, but it's the angle from which I approach the topic that is what makes me unique. This is the key to my unique ability, not the topic itself, but my approach to the angle is what makes me unique. And I want to explain to you why I do these things so that you all have a better understanding of the reasoning behind this. And I think that'll give you a better That will let you key in better as to where this stuff is coming from as you listen either to old stuff, new stuff or current stuff. Point number one. Today's topic, once again, is why I say the things that I say. Number one. It annoys the shit out of me when people talk around obvious topics, when people just avoid topics, they dance around them, walk around them. Talk around them. It annoys me when people do it because I can see when they're doing it. It's very obvious to me when they do it. That's why I said obvious topics. And obvious is relative. So what I see is obvious, other people may not even notice. Now, this applies both to the things that we say socially, i.e., the things that involve you communicating with other human beings, and the things that we say to ourselves, i.e., telling ourselves lies so that we can feel good about where we're at, what we're doing when. We actually have to tell ourselves the truth so that we don't feel that good about it and we can tell ourselves and you know the truth that we really need to hear. I told you about this in episode number 2552, the lies that you've been taught to believe. Those are ones that have, been, have come from other people. Episode 2456, we talked about confronting your rational lies. That's why I broke down the word rationalize into rational lies. Listen to that episode. And episode number 425, your limits are all lies. I can tell when people are afraid of unsettling others and when someone's afraid of unsettling another person, what they do is they pussyfoot around the elephants in the room. They try to tiptoe around a topic, verbally walking on eggshells so that they may not disturb, unsettle, upset another person who may hear what they have to say. And people do this virtually, i.e. online. They do it in person as well. And some obvious things I'm referring to. Definitely refer to hot button topics that we have these days, a hot button topic that will always exist will be race, social issues, which depends on what the flavor of the week or month happens to be like transgenderism, the LGBTQ community, both of which I have addressed here on the show. Sometimes it can be politics depending on the season. Right now we got the 2024 presidential election on the way, so that'll be a hot button topic, especially depending on how that, you know, actually the actual election goes and election day and all that stuff and the outcomes. But any topic upon which many people have an opinion, because everybody is involved in politics, not always that, because some people don't pay attention or participate in politics, even though it exists. But something like race or gender or sex, everybody has an opinion on that because everyone is involved in some way. You can live your entire life and never pay any attention to politics and be fine. But you can't not pay attention to the fact that you're a certain race or nationality or your gender, sex or who you're attracted to sexually and all that. You can't ignore that. That part everyone has an opinion on because everyone is involved. I like talking about these topics. The reason I like talking about these topics, one reason is because I know many people are reluctant to speak publicly about them, whether because they don't know exactly what to say or they don't want to offend anybody. This is one of the biggest reasons or because of some political relationship they need to protect or don't want to put in jeopardy. Now, those three things that I gave you, I don't have any of those problems. This is one of the reasons why I do what I do, because I know what I want to say. I have no problem offending somebody if I'm telling something that is a truth, not my truth, a truth. And I'm not worried about ruining a political relationship because I told a truth that someone who I'm cool with or someone who likes me, they decided that they don't like me anymore because I let out a truth that they simply didn't want to hear. Now, if you're that type of person who would decide that you don't like me anymore, you would unsubscribe from the show or leave my text community or unfollow me on social media because I said something that you simply didn't want to hear, but it is actually true. Right, then you should have never been in my audience in the first place. And I have shown some people who formerly were in my audience, I have shown them the door for this exact reason. Oh, you don't want to hear me anymore because I'm telling you a truth to your face, and the truth makes you uncomfortable. Well, get out of here. All right, you either get comfortable with the truth or get out of here. I'm not in the feel-good business. I'm in the do good business. In other words, the things that we do over here work in your game are designed to help you do good, not necessarily to make you feel good. I'm not saying we're trying to make you feel bad on purpose. But if you need to feel a little bit uncomfortable for a while, in order to do your best, then you're going to be uncomfortable for a while. That's just how it works. That's the unwritten contract that you're getting into. We might start putting that in our contractual agreements as well. On a topic such as race, for example, I remember back in the 1990s, when I was growing up, these are my formative years, Black people, black people, would clearly, obviously, and loudly point out when another black person was out of line making the community look bad or behaving in a way that was not acceptable to the rest of the community. In other words, we held our own accountable. The community that I come from is 99.9% black people. And if somebody in the community was bringing the community down, they were either, they knew to shelter their behavior in such a way that it wasn't outwardly obvious to everybody, or they were shunned by the people in the community, or they were held directly accountable by the people in the community. Like, yo, What you're doing is not acceptable. You can't do that around here. We called these people out. We would put a spotlight on them and force them to either shape up or ship out. We would do something about it. There was somebody in our community. I remember I had a neighbor who was a drug dealer, small time drug dealer. He lived, he was an adult. He was probably, I don't know what age, when I was a child, I'm talking like not even 10 years old, six, seven, eight years old, something like that. This guy lived at home with his mom. It was his mom's house. He lived there with his mom and he was a drug dealer. And at some point, somebody called the cops on him and told that he was in the drug game. The cops came, raided his house, arrested him. He went away to jail. I never saw the guy again. But somebody in the community told him. They got rid of him because they saw what he was doing and it was unacceptable in the community. And what's happened in many communities, I'm not saying the exact one that I come from, many communities, we stopped calling people out. We started accepting this behavior that was unacceptable. Anyone who was out of line making the community look bad, behaving in a way that was unbecoming of what we wanted the community to look like, we stopped calling these people out. The same Black people who talk like that in the 90s, there are people who I knew back then in the 90s who would call other Black people out for their behavior. Now, those same people turn a blind eye to that behavior and act like they don't know anything, or they find a way to deflect by blaming that same behavior on the white man, the police, Donald Trump, slavery, or any other. Popular current excuse that the community is using that makes some talking point that they heard somewhere that sounds good. This is all bullshit. And this is the kind of stuff that I call out. And this is the reason why I talk about things that I've talked about here on the show. Not because I'm the only one talking about it, not because I'm the only one who sees things in a certain way, but because I see so many people who I know think differently, but they're acting like they don't. They're acting like, oh, this is the new thing that I believe. No, they, they didn't change anything they believe. They're just too pussy to say what they really want to say. So I say it for them and I say it to them and point out to them that your views haven't changed from back then. You just lost your balls. You just got your balls cut off. So now you won't say it all out anymore. You said it all out then. You won't say it all out now. It annoys me to see people do that. And that's why I call it bullshit. And that's why I talk about it. There's an author by the name of Scott Adams. He talks about this concept called the talent stack. And while very few of us can become successful just because of domination in one singular skill, for example, Tiger Woods with golf or Serena Williams with tennis, most of us can't dominate just one area and be the person in that area. But any of us can find a combination of skills that makes us unique. So one of my talent stacks, so to speak, is not just my ability to notice these things because, again, other people notice these things, but it's also the intersection of With my ability to articulate these things, it's not just that I notice them because many people notice them, but I can also put them into words and I can defend them. And then you can combine that with what I'm about to talk about in the next point. And that can become a talent stack. So a talent stack doesn't have to be one thing. And it's very difficult for anybody dominating one thing is only one person can dominate. But you can be dominant by taking multiple talents and stacking them on top of each other. And that blend is a unique blend that creates your unique ability. Everybody following that? You know what is the biggest thing that separates the high level performers from everyone else out there? It is not talent, it is not hard work, it is not resources, it is not knowledge, it is not skill. It is the fact that they have a process and a strategy for how to show up and give their best effort, even on the days when they don't feel like being at work. Has any of you ever had one of those days? Does any of you have one of those days right now? That day is called the third day. We put a label on it and we describe exactly what it is. In my new book called The Third Day, the decision that separates the pros from the amateurs. In this book, I will not only describe to you what the third day is, but I will help you create a formula for yourself for you to show up and give your best effort, even on those days when you don't even feel like going to work in that book. You're going to become a professional and no longer be an amateur. I'll give you a free copy of it. As a matter of fact, All you have to do is cover the shipping. Just go to thirddaybook.com. Again, thirddaybook.com. Point number two. Today's topic, once again, is why I say the things that I say. So I told you my talent stack. You can add on this second point here. I can make a point and stand on it. While many others could also make the same point, but they can't defend it and they can't stand on it. They could not stand up to questioning and backlash. I can't. This is another part of my unique ability, is that not only can I make a point that may be quote unquote controversial, that some people may disagree with, that might make some people uncomfortable, I also can stand on that point and defend it against backlash, against questioning, against someone who may be hostile to my perspective. I can defend it. I can stand up to it. Now, I know some people whose businesses, their careers, some of them I have called out here on the show, are based on making points on a certain subject upon which they know there are people who don't agree. That's not a new thing. It's actually, it could be a good business move because you're always gonna have a lot of energy around what you do because damn everything you say and put out is gonna be somebody pushing back against it and that creates tension and that energy can be monetized. The challenge is with these folks that I'm talking about is that they are unwilling to step into the square with someone who disagrees with them who is a formidable opponent. Someone who can offer a formidable and substantial pushback they will not engage with those people, so they either ignore them, block them, act like they don't see them or hear them, and they only engage with the people who will basically throw them softballs, as I like to say, throw them alley basically questions that they can easily answer, or they only address challenges who they can easily defeat, so they won't address the challenges who might have a, actually a substantial pushback against them because they know, just like the challenger knows, or this person doesn't want to do that because they know they will look bad. I don't mind questioning backlash. You have questioning or backlash, anything I say, all right, start your show. All right. Send a message to my assistant say, I want to bring Dre on my show because I want to debate this topic that I heard him talk about. Let us know. And as of today, when I'm recording this, we'll probably say, yes, I'll come on your show. We can debate whatever you want to debate. And I can make you look bad on your show. I'm saying that tongue in cheek, but I'm also not joking. I'm willing to stand on the things that I say. As I said, in point number one, there are many things that many of us see, notice and have thoughts about, but not everybody's going to step into the public square and talk about them. And I get why. Many of us know what the response might be from a certain percentage of the population. I get it. I 100 percent understand this. When I'm on X and I talk about any topic that holds a black person accountable, if I say something about, let's say, for example, black on black crime, the things that black people do to each other, violent crimes that nobody seems to talk about. But then I see some black person pointing out, well, here's something a white person did. I'm like, yo, you don't make any noise when black people do things to each other. And you claim to be this pro-black individual. But then when a white person does something, you want to make it headline news. I say, you're race hustling. And I will call people out. I have called people out directly on this, on their platforms, in front of their fans. And when I do something like that, I get a ton of responses from people with hardly any followers. These are nobodies on social media who all respond back to me and try to attack me, not attack my point, but attack me as a person. And they'll say, well, you're pandering to white people. I get this all the time. You're pandering to white people or you're pandering to conservatives. So let's be clear. I don't pander to anybody because when you're pandering to someone, that means you're saying certain things to please a certain audience because you need their approval in some way, shape or form. You listen to enough of this show. I think all of you can get pretty clear. I don't need anybody's approval. Whose approval do I need? All right, This show is owned by me. It's owned by me all the material comes from me. I own all the intellectual property. I don't need to pander anybody because there's nobody who I need to please because there's no one whose approval I need. I need not a single person on this planet's approval, not one. So people say, well, you're pandering to white people as if there's some type of black mark. But if I was to say something that made you feel good, does that mean I'm pandering to black people? But see, you never hear that. See, It's become so normalized that I don't need to respond to these comments because I get, if I was to go on social media right now, find somebody race hustling and called them out, I would get these comments would come immediately like within like two minutes. And I don't respond to these comments anymore again because it's so normal. And another thing, because there's no substance behind that response. And as I said, first of all, there's no substance behind a response because if you have a substance behind something, you want to challenge something that I say, you got to challenge my point. If, If I make a point that you disagree with and the first thing you do is try to attack me personally, then you have no substance. Because you're trying to attack me personally without actually addressing the point, which means you have no addressing for the point. Because if you had it, you would have just came with that. And my point was trash and you could just attack the point and it'd be done. You could just attack the point and we can talk about the point. But if you immediately come to attack me, that means I know you have nothing for the point, which tells me exactly where you're at. And again, I've had this happen with many people, some of them well-known individuals, some of them who refuse to engage with me, some of them who will block me because I challenge them on a point they made. I never go and attack a person personally, but I will attack their point. And as far as the pandering point, as I just said, I have no bosses. Nobody tells me what to do. All right, every sponsor you hear on this show, I can drop them tomorrow if I wanted to. This skill intersects with what I talked about in point number one, because I have the ability to defend my point of view against anyone verbally. This is one of the main reasons why I can't get these people who fundamentally disagree with me. And there's some who I would point out directly. I can't get any of them to come on a platform that I own and have a conversation with me. And the reason why none of them will invite me on their show, on a platform that they own, have a conversation with them. Because one thing they won't be able to do is talk circles around me. See, they will engage with people who they can talk circles around because they can make themselves look good and they can rile up their fan base and hype up their fan base. He told him, but they couldn't do that to me. So they stay away. See, it's one thing to have a point, folks. There's a whole other thing to be able to defend your point. Those are two different things. Every human being on the planet has points that you want to make. Everybody has opinions, but most people can't defend their points. They can make a point, but they can't defend it. See, often when I'm on X, which is, again, the only platform where I engage with other people's stuff, I will often respond to someone who has made some type of invalid or illogical or logically flawed point. And it's not always somebody who I generally disagree with. I will go to someone who I agree with them generally, right? We are aligned in terms of our direction, the way that we think. But if they make a point that is logically flawed, I will point out to them, that's a logically flawed point. Like I'm a fan of you, but that point that you made is logically flawed. That's a logically flawed point. That point is not accurate for the reason that you gave. The reason that you gave do not support the point that you made. I'll tell somebody that even if I like them. And see, most people don't have that ability. That what I just told you right there. Most people don't have that ability. When you're talking to someone who you like, you only tell them things that support whatever it is they said or did. And if you see somebody who you don't like, you will only say things to them that trash them for who they are, what they said, what they've done, et cetera, et cetera. Many of you don't have the ability to offer a legit criticism of someone who you like, nor do you have the ability to offer a legit praise of someone who you don't like. My unique ability is that I don't have those problems. And again, this is the reason why I do what I do. This is the reason why I professionally do what I do as a coach. The reason why I do what I do here on this mic. The reason why I do what I do as a writer is that I can tell you a truth and I don't need you to like the truth. But if I'm wrong about the truth, then you can tell me. You can write me back. Any email you ever get from me, just hit the reply button and I can see whatever it is that you said back. If you actually have a point. I remember I wrote an article. No, I didn't do an episode on it, but I did an article in probably around the summer of, I think it was June. Yeah, because I think June is allegedly in America, Pride Month, when they say Pride for the LGBTQ community, allegedly. I wrote an article in June called Fuck Your Pronouns. If you want to read that article, just look up Drake Baldwin, Fuck Your Pronouns. You can find the article. And I remember when I wrote that article, I got some responses back from people who disagreed with my perspective their only response was to attack me. Well, you're a bigot, you're this, you're that, you're attacking gay people, you're bad. I used to like your stuff, but I don't like your stuff anymore. I'm unsubscribing. or I bought your books, but I'll never buy any more of your books. I got these kind of responses from several people when I put that article out. And if that's your only response, that means you have no answers to the actual points that I made, which is more proof that what I was saying is accurate. Because if what I was saying is inaccurate, then tell me where I'm wrong. So that, any of you who's on my email list, and if you're not, you should be, You can go to workonmygame.com, get on my email list for free. And if you ever have a pushback on any point that I made, address my point. Tell me why the point's wrong. If you can't tell me why the point's wrong, your only recourse is to attack me as a person or to say something dumb like I'm unsubscribing for your list as if I give a fuck, then you are proving to me that you don't have a point. There's no substance behind it. If there was substance behind it, you wouldn't need to do that. You see, most of the time when I point out to someone on social media that they made a logically flawed point, most of the time I get no response. And it's not because they didn't see what I said. They saw it because they know just based on my comment and browsing through my feed, if they want to do so, they know that I'll be able to defend what I said. So they just leave it alone and pick on the comments that they can easily reply to and look good. I see people doing this all the time, especially the, the race hustler types. They'll respond to people sometimes, but they only respond to people who leave dumb comments that are basically easy setups for them to look good. So they just go bash that person who left a dumb comment. When someone leaves a comment of substance that's actually thought out that they can't easily refute, like someone like myself leave a comment, they don't respond to me. They ignore me, but they respond to someone with 12 followers who made some dumb comment so they can look victorious. All right, so see, many of these folks, they simply avoid me. And again, as I said, a few of them have blocked me, even though I've never had any real direct conversation with them. Have you ever wondered why so many people have big goals and big dreams for themselves And they work hard every single day, yet they never reach their goals. You ever wondered about that? I have. And I found out the reason why this happens is because most people never ask themselves a key third question, which is, who do I need to be while I'm doing what I'm doing so that I can have what I want to have? You see, if you never fix your mindset and the way that you're thinking about a situation and the way you think about yourself and the way you see yourself in the mirror, then it doesn't matter what you do and it doesn't matter what you want. You will never get there because you simply have an inaccurate formula. I wrote the book called The Mirror of Motivation, which addresses this first question. Who do I need to be? And when you answer that question, then when you do what you need to do, it will produce the outcomes that you having what you want to have. If that sounds like it might be the missing link in your process, and let me let you know, it is the missing link in your process. Go to mirrorofmotivation.com. All you do is cover the shipping, and I'm going to give you a free copy of that book physically mailed to your doorstep. Again, mirrorofmotivation.com. So you can be who you need to be, then do what you need to do, and then you're going to have what you want to have in your life. Mirrorofmotivation.com. Point number three. Today's topic, once again, is why I say the things that I say. Number three, I detest. When people get away or try to get away with bullshit, I don't want people try to push bullshit on others and act as if it's substance. I like calling people out and putting people on the spot. Any of you who didn't know, I'm just that type of person. I call people out on the carpet. I will put people on the spot. I will hold people. And when we talk about holding people accountable, like if I'm talking directly to somebody, I will hold them accountable for their bullshit. I will point out exactly what their bullshit is. I will knock down their arguments before they even make them. And I will hold them accountable for it. And this makes people uncomfortable. This does make people uncomfortable. I'm not for everybody. I'm not everybody's flavor, nor am I trying to be. But if I am your flavor, you'll know what flavor it is, if you get what I'm saying. All right. I take pleasure in calling people out on their bullshit when I know that they're bullshitting and I know that they know they're bullshitting. Now, see, if somebody's bullshitting and they're not quite sure, they don't even realize that what they're saying is bullshit, then that, I don't really take pleasure in that because that's more like educating somebody. If you don't know, you don't know. But there are people out there who are, I believe, smart enough and intelligent enough and experienced enough to know that what they're saying and what they're pushing is bullshit. And they're doing it anyway because they know they can get away with it with their current audience. I like calling those people out. I like putting those people on the spot. And if, it, if they happen to be uncomfortable in the process, that's great, too. But I like calling those people. out. You've heard some of those people named here on the show. Even though I don't have guests on the show. There are people who I have invited on the show. They know who they are because I knew there were some fundamental disagreements that I had with that person and they with me. And I was willing to engage with them on those fundamental disagreements. And even when as far as telling them, hey, if you come on the show, I will interview you and I'll tell you every single topic that we're going to talk about. I even gave it to them. I'm going to share with you a document that has every single topic I'm going to ask you about. So you already know what's coming. So there's no gotcha journalism here. I'm not going to set you up and then try to embarrass you when the mic comes on. You're going to know exactly what we're going to talk about before, so you can prepare your answers if you want to. These people, every single one of them have all found reasons to either decline my request or cancel an already accepted invitation. Again, they know who they are. One reason, and this is just my suspicion, is because these people realized, okay, this is a guy who's going to call me out on my bullshit. They're going to do it publicly. And my whole career is based on this bullshit that Dre's going to call me out on. So I should probably not go on the show because it might ruin my entire career if I have to actually stand up and be held accountable for the stuff that I'm saying. So how about I just ignore this guy and avoid him altogether? That's the conversation I think they're having in their heads. Now, don't take my word for it. This is just a suspicion. And most of them won't talk to me about these subjects ever again. So we will never really know, will we? So, but I believe, to their credit, it's actually smarter them to avoid such a conversation because I like calling people out. All right? It's fun for me. So the conversation that I can't have with them, I have it with you, albeit as a one way conversation because you can't talk back to me. But I try to make sure that I'm looking at things objectively, fairly, while at the still time having my opinion. I think most of you are clear on what my opinions are on certain things. Mm-hmm. I made that clear, but I try to be objective about the way that I'm sharing my opinion and not make it all just based on my feelings about things. That's how I look at things logically and rationally. Again, that's the way that I tend to just mentally, that's the way that I lean. I look at things extremely logically, extremely rationally. I won't say never. Most of the time I don't allow my emotions to take the steering wheel of my life. And all of these things that I've said here today is part of my unique ability and what I bring to the table and why, if you stop listening to this show, you will not get a message like this anywhere else. This is not duplicatable. This cannot be copied. All that said, let's recap today's class, which is why I say the things that I say. Now, I've been doing this show, again, almost 3,000 episodes. I want to make it clear what my unique abilities are and how they translate to the stuff that you hear on this feed. Number one, it annoys the shit I'm doing when people talk around obvious things. In other words, when people are scared to address a topic because they don't want to piss anybody off or just say something that might hold someone accountable or put somebody in their place, I actually enjoy doing that. Point number two. I can make a point and stand on it while many people can make a point, but they can't defend it. So that's the reason why many people don't make points because they don't want to deal with the backlash or the pushback or the questioning that will come with it. I welcome backlash, pushback, and questioning any point that I make because if my point is inaccurate or my point is off and you have a better perspective, I'm open to hearing it. Tell me what it is or reach out to me directly and make sure that I know you're talking to me. Point number three, I detest some people get away with or try to get away with bullshit. So I like calling these people out. And again, there are people who have built their entire careers around bullshit. I've said their names and done episodes about them here on the show. And none of those people will come and have a direct conversation with me because they know that I'll call them out on more of their bullshit and they'll look even worse in a live conversation than if I'm just talking about them rather than talking to them. So again, they smartly stay in a place where they can keep peddling their bullshit to people who want to buy it. When they come over here, then they'll get called out and they say, well, why even risk that? What's the point? And it was like a boxer avoiding another boxer whose style. Just doesn't fit with theirs. It probably would be a tough fight. Let me just avoid that guy and not fight him at all. That's how I think many people look at things. And that's completely okay. They're not bad people for doing it. Self-preservation is one of the keys of lasting as a human being. So they're definitely not bad people. I actually would call them smart. But I want to make sure all of you understand why I'm doing what I'm doing, why I'm taking up space in the marketplace, because I'm bringing something to the table that ain't being bought by anybody else. Not in the way that I do it. All that said, text me, see my text community. My number is 305-384-6894. It's listed down below in the description. Work on your game, University. That's the only place I work with anyone directly. Our framework is based around mindset, strategy, systems, and accountability, but it's not limited to those four areas. Anything you ever heard me talk about on this show, I have worked with and coached people on. If you go to alldreallday.com, you can see our testimonials and feedback from others who have worked with us in the past. And we got a lot. We got more than is even on that page and you won't be able to go through everything on that page as it is. All that said, Make sure you go to work on your game, dot You can learn more about working with me directly and that out the way. Work on your game. Dre all day. While you are here, don't forget to text me so you can be part of my texting community where you can ask me questions. You can share challenges with me. You are messaging me directly. You can get a direct response from me because I do read and reply to my messages. My number again, 305-384-6894. One more time, 305-384-6894 nine four. make sure you text me because you never know when i'm going to send a message that could be the one thing you need to hear the one thing you need to do the one insight you need to get that could change your life make sure you message me 305-384-6894 are you tired of risking your health with every sip of water that you take and you are doing that if you're drinking tap water or plastic bottle water, so don't worry about any of that anymore because we got the perfect solution for you. Introducing AquaTrue, the ultimate water filter that guarantees you clean filtered water every single time. Gone are the days of worrying about contaminants in your tap water because AquaTrue has your back. With its advanced filtration technology, it removes 99% of over 1,000 contaminants. We're talking lead, mercury, even microplastics. Not only does AquaTrue keep you hydrated, but it also ensures that you stay healthy. Why drink water that could potentially harm your body when you can have peace of mind knowing that every drop you consume is pure and clean? So this fantastic feature that AquaTrue has is its sleek and compact design. Unlike those bulky and unattractive water filters, AquaTrue fits perfectly in any kitchen, saving you precious countertop space. So who says staying healthy can't be stylish? But hold on, let's address one more thing if we had to dig deep. Some users have noted that AquaTrue requires periodic filter replacements, but honestly, is that really a big deal when you consider the multitude of benefits it provides? I don't think so. So why wait? Take control of your water quality today and experience the wonders of AquaTrue. Not only will you be sipping on refreshing and clean water, but you'll also be safeguarding your health and the health of your family with every glorious gulp. Don't miss out on this life-changing opportunity. Order your AquaTrue now at workonyourgame.com/at for AquaTrue. workonyourgame.com/at and drink confidently. Aqua True cannot prevent you from becoming the superhero you've always dreamed of being, but it can keep your water superhero level clean. Again, that's workwhenyourgame.com slash AT. Do you know what the number one key is for you to advance and get to a higher level from where you are right now? It is not for you to work harder, wake up earlier, or go to sleep later. No. It is for you to get the right insight. In other words, to ask yourself the right questions. These questions are usually questions that you don't have the answer to, but dealing with those questions opens the door for you getting to that next level that you want to reach. How do you get help with this? By getting coaching, by getting around other people who can see things that you don't see, who have perceptions and insights that you don't have. This is why coaching is as valuable as it is. And this is why higher level performers always invest in coaching. The best way you can do that from here is to go to WorkOnYourGameUniversity.com. That is the only place I offer coaching, the only place I work with anyone directly. If you just go to WorkOnYourGameUniversity.com, you can see all your options for getting involved with us and engaging and having someone coaching you so that you can take yourself to that next level again through insight, not just through effort. Again, it's WorkOnYourGameUniversity.com.